Hey, Cam. Yes, Don. Do you ever think about how crammed your trailer is when you go race? Dude, all the time. Race cars, golf carts, jets, power wheels, and all of his toys, his little dirt bikes, his strider bikes, all that stuff. I'm crammed. But I'm sure everybody in motorsports is feeling the same way. Well, now our audience has someone to call. They need to call Lance at lbtrailers.com. Lance is carrying over 70 motorsports haulers in stock options from top to bottom. We always talk about looking the part in motorsports, traveling up and down the road and at the track. Now you can look the part with LB Trailer Sales. Go to online to lbtrailers.com or stop by Facebook at LB Trailer Sales. You have a friend in the trailer business and make sure to tell them that Racers and Rental Cars sent you. What's up, West Coast Cam? Clap, clap, Don. What's up? What's going on on the West Coast? Uh, not too much. It's actually been pretty hot lately. Um, other than that, start school next week. I got my kitchen all torn apart still. I got some construction workers actually here now. So if you guys hear any banging and clanking around in the background, um, I'm sequestered in my garage, but they're doing their thing because I don't know how to do any of that crap. So I had to pay people to do it. So, but it's uh, moving right along. Man, look at listen to you jump right off in there. The fact that you don't know how to do any of that work, but yet you're teaching body shop online. I don't do construction. Man's got to know his limitations. That's right. Know your limitations, and that is exactly where I'm at on that one as well. Well, before we get that's started, why, hey, that's why I didn't buy a house that you know needed like a full blown like knockdown. This one just needed a kitchen. I'll stop so there. You, so you mean instead of a full-blown deal, you just got one that needed a one-third deal? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Actually, it's funny because, uh, long story long, uh, the house uh, like on the other side of the park in our neighborhood, uh, we actually looked at, we're interested in buying that one, and it was a little bit cheaper because it was like literally needed to be knocked down. And we ended up with this one, which was a way better deal and for us. And anyway... Um, these people, we, every day we go on a bike ride, my wife and I and, and Jet, and they're just like dumpsters upon dumpsters over there just shoveling shit out of that poor house. Like, because it was, you know, built in the 60s and had never been anything. And they're like a younger couple, and you could tell their parents are helping them. And I'm just like, oh my God, like, I probably would have jumped off a cliff. And you better stay away from there. They got asbestos and lead paint in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, far from that. So We had to deal with a little bit of that, too, because we put in all new flooring in our house, but it's all good. Or we, I don't, I have a mouse in my pocket, actually, because uh, I didn't uh, shit. Uh, I just paid uh, for it. Uh, you in the bank. That's right. All, right. all right, Cam, this week's episode, we are going to talk about how you're chasing sponsorship for 2021. So, we thank everyone for tuning in. And it is going to be just me and Cam brainstorming with you listeners about what you should or should not be doing in this just upended 2020 season as we're going into 2021. 
And so we're just going to jump right off in it. First and foremost, huge announcement last week while we were at Indy. No SEMA show. Yeah. Your thoughts, no, I- Cam? In continuous uh, from you know last week's episode, like that's that's pretty gnarly. Uh, not having that, I, SEMA to me is where you can kind of get some contacts and you know kind of actually put your face in front of a lot of people that you've kind of previously did some reconnaissance work before you got there. Um, you know, PRI is more for announcements, not necessarily sponsorships, if you ask me, because it's so late in the year. But uh, yeah, so that's going to be very interesting to see what happens. But so now it'll be interesting to see what people are going to do to to tackle it. I mean, is there just going to be no money rolling around? Is there going to be not as many racers? Because, you know, my theory on the whole COVID thing, right? Everybody was going to hawk their house before they before they stopped and sold their race cars or stopped racing because that's just how we're wired. Um, but I think now it's to the point this is happening, been going on for so long that now people are starting to really kind of reevaluate the situation. And so I'm curious to see if that ups the sponsorship game for a lot of people to try to figure out what they got to do in order to, you know, secure some sponsorship or if there's just going to be less cars out there racing. Well, it's, I don't know. It, it's interesting across the board from the SEMA show. So my, my, my first thought process was, is okay, so now we always talk about from the marketing standpoint as a racer that you've got to be able to bring something else to the table other than just the racing. Racing is always the byproduct, the sales aspect, the B2B, the R&D. That is where you really truly impact companies in acquiring those those marketing partners. Now, SEMA has shut down. We're not having SEMA this year. So... How are we, or how are you, if you're listening, how are you going to go as a company and be able to make your announcements and get your new product in front of the consumers or your segment group that you're trying to reach and impact for whatever it is that you may be getting ready to launch or sell or make the announcement. Now you need racers to have these products, but they're not going to see them and That, to me right now, as a motorsports company uh, supplying a product or a service, that right now is your challenge. That is a challenge to try to overcome in in being able to how you're going to impact and get your product and message out there without the help of five days and how many hundreds of thousands of people that zip through Las Vegas Convention Center. Yeah, it'll be interesting you do to that? see. It'll be interesting to see if companies start to do more of a like a product sponsorship program, and that to me is okay. Like Race Pack did a lot when I was there. We did a lot of that stuff, and you know there was really no monetary. There was a little bit of monetary sponsorship going on, um, but it, a lot of it was in house. And you know, if they have new products and things like that, it might be a good opportunity for people that, you know, or have a unique car or, or want to try to build a new engine or something. You know, it's, I, I will tell you, everybody out there, when I was working for a motorsports company, it's a lot easier for a company to give you a set of cylinder heads or give you a product that they manufacture or make or whatever 
instead of writing you a check for $5,000 so you can go buy X part or buy an entry fee or whatever. So with that being said, don't, you know, if some, if you hit up a company and they said, oh, well, we can't give you $5,000, but we can give you, we can give you however much product credit or what, you know, I'll give you, you know, I'll give you a, a flywheel and a starter or whatever it is, you know, just use the product and, and chalk it up to where, well, hey, I didn't have to buy a new starter this year or, hey, I didn't have to buy whatever, take that money that you were going to use for your maintenance for the winter, put that money in an account and put it towards your entry fees or your gas or whatever it is to get to the racetrack. Um, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot more of that instead of just somebody cutting you a big check because I don't think a lot of these executives are going to be willing to just write $50,000 checks to people in hopes that there's going to be races. Cause that's going to, that's another thing too. Like, Oh, you got to have commitments and, and there's clauses in these contracts that say, Oh, you have to do X amount of racing. Like look at John force. He's not racing because he can't, he can't do what he said he was going to do in his contract. So, you know, it's honorable to him to say, Hey, it's, I'd rather not race than not do it the way that I said that I was going to do it. You know, I think that's actually pretty cool if you ask me. So but there's, there's a lot of things that are going to change, I think. But I did another thing too is I had a guy um, reach out to me and said, "Hey, what are your thoughts? What do you think I should do?" I just recently got into racing again. He had been out of the sport for a little while, and I got my car. It's all ready to go. I'm, but unfortunately, I just had to take a big pay cut at my company because of the COVID thing. They weren't going to lay me off. But I, I'm taking a pay cut, which kind of impedes on my extracurricular activities. What do you suggest? And I told him flat out, I said, you know, I I don't think, like I just mentioned, I don't think there's going to be a big, you know, oh, write me a check for $150,000, $200,000 to go race this car. You know, I would start at a you know, more local, local arena. I kind of always preach that, like, go, this particular person kind of races local, in you know their city or their geographic region so don't necessarily go after a company that's based in florida go based out of something that's that's you know based in california or arizona or wherever you're based texas and say hey you know i can do this for you in return can you kick me down a couple hundred bucks a night or whatever or a race or whatever whether that's great like don i remember you used to talk about the grocery deal that you got you got 150 dollars in groceries or something from a grocery store i think that's badass because at the end of the day, people don't think about that. But how much does it cost in groceries and sodas and beer and water and steaks and all the things that you got to feed these people? That adds up, right? So if somebody's going to give you 300 bucks in credit to the grocery store, that's money in my pocket that I don't have to spend. So I think there's going to be a lot of uniqueness going around. Well, and I'm glad that you use that word because I think more so than ever, because so many people are having to take a step back. Right. We're, we're all reevaluating costs and and the benefits and what we can get, what we can justify as income, what we can do, have as far as justified value in all of these relationships with different partners. And you really got to go backwards. Everybody's going to have to go backwards because the sales revenues for a lot of companies aren't there. 
And nope. we, you know, we talk about it on a regular basis in the past that most companies spend anywhere between three and five percent of their annual sales on marketing. And it, it, and when it comes time to get real tight on the belt and lose some weight, the marketing budget's the first one that gets whacked. And it shouldn't, but it does. Um, so I hope that people are out there and they're, and they're trying to be unique and their thought processes of focusing more on companies to help them or maybe from the standpoint of you being able to help that company stay afloat and have make some income and pay some bills and keep themselves afloat. I think that may also be the very uh, focus that a lot of people need to have moving forward. That being said, the business side of it, of how I'm going to get my product out there, really led me to to be thinking more along the lines of the digital aspect. If I'm a company X and I'm getting ready to launch a new product or, or a brand or a service and I would have typically done it at SEMA, I got to think that I've got to spend some money on some digital marketing because we're not going to be able to get these people inside a convention center, not going to be able to put my product in their hand or show it to them sitting on a table. I think I've got to, I think I've got to have some video. I got to have some YouTube some Instagram, digital we digital webinars, 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 uh, Zoom, whatever the case may be. Uh, one company that comes to mind really quick is uh, ePart Trade. Their their program, I you know I, I got to get my information out here to racers and WDs to be able to expose them to these products that I would have typically taken the time to do at SEMA. Right. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be interesting. And I, I'm curious to see too, if you have, see a lot of wraps on cars with actually just pictures of parts, you know, that might be something to, you know, if you're a person that wraps part cars or whatever, like what, crankshaft, set of rods and pistons. Why are you laughing? What the hell are you talking about? What? Listen, somebody well, wrap a car with with the side of a of a whatever on the side, it's gonna help. Because then it gets people in the pits. If if your demographic is somebody in the pits, if it's Joe Racer, and I'm a company and I have no way to show them at SEMA or potentially PRI, what if I start wrapping cars with pictures of my new parts, right? And then actually making these people, you know, educate the person that they're sponsoring for one. And two, get them the marketing materials that you would generally get at SEMA or PRI and get them out there slinging, slinging your parts. I don't think All right. that. All right. Any executives out there and directors of marketing, please send your requests for car wrap designs to <laughs> hate mail at racers and rental cars dot com. Cam has a 300 inch top field dragster that he'd be more than willing to wrap. Mine's only 106 inches. Uh, but I have more space than he does. Sorry to hear that, sir. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Of course, you would be the one that would go down that alley. We're having a professional conversation. I, I have no alley. You had I'm to, just saying, I think a dragster would look pretty cool with a whole crankshaft on the side or something. Right? Short, short stroke. Yeah, Crower, you know, something like that. I mean, just saying. Callie's. You know, all these companies, there's a lot of there's a lot of companies that people don't think that 
there's options there, but there are. You know, you just got to think out of the box. But I'm not going to tell you all my secrets that I got working and cooking. Just saying. All of them that you got working and cooking. All yeah. right. I'm not just over here remodeling kitchens. I have people doing that. So I'm working on other things that, you know, I'm trying to conjure up so I can get back to racing. Because you can get watching people, watching people build kitchens is not my cup of tea. I'd much rather be behind the wheel. So, um, yeah. And oh, you'll like this. So this is totally off topic. But so um, our our super comp engine is done, and uh, my buddy is like, "Hey, come pick it up whenever, like you know, if you if you want it." Not that we can really race much in California, but there's some bracket races and stuff popping up. So I'm like, "Yeah, hell yeah, I want to go." make some laps and my wife is like uh excuse me and i said what i mean i it's my car <laughs> there you go with that my that my word again that ain't your car it's like uh yeah i'm pretty sure that's my car and my motor and she's like nope no it's not and you're not allowed to drive it i was like get out of town that is not gonna happen and she's like whoa yeah, no, you can't drive. You can't put laps on my motor is what she said. Like, get out of here. What, you got get like bit, you got 15 months before you're even going to sit in it. Be quiet. Get, <laughs> yeah, get the tire that's gauge. I, that's what I told her. I said, you know, you're you're building a human in, in your body right now, so um, I'm going to go have a little fun. And she's like, no, no you're not, because then, then by the time I get to get in it, it's, it's all going to be worn out. I'm like, it's not my problem, bro. Go find some more sponsors and get a pressure down. <laughs> hey, Angie, let me let you in on something real quick. Okay. I promise you he's not going to put that many laps on it. Unless yeah. he's just a professional time trialer. Yeah. I, I'm time, just saying. Time run, first round. I mean, what? I mean, One let's round just of buybacks. I, yeah. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's say I did three races, right? So three runs. That's nine 12 passes. runs in the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> 12 yeah, runs in the weekend. Yeah. I don't really think that uh, – you're you know, safe, Angie. She, she's gonna wear out. So, you're anyway. you're way safe, Angie. But Angie, go get the shoe polish and the tire gauge. Yeah, yeah. PB, go get you that tire gauge and, and put some J with it while you're at it. <laughs> we do. We have Jet. Pit there bitch and Jet. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make the highlight reel. Yes. Yeah. For all of you that we just defended with the pit bitch comment, please send your comments at hatemail at com, and we will make sure not to respond. Yeah. Uh, all right. So moving on to my next topic. So we're talking about the fact we're, and we're just basing this off of SEMA, right? We're, we're going to, we're going to like, I am, I'm going to tiptoe quietly out on the branch that may be cracking and in full support of the fact that I hope that we have PRI. Uh, however, eh, whew, tough to see. Uh, nonetheless, <laughs> so we're not going to have face-to-face interaction with the normal executives that we would meet during the trade show time. Directors of marketing, business development, sales teams, engineers. So... My yeah, question so what are the is, guys gonna do? My, what are the guys gonna do that show up in their full fire suit and driving shoes, gloves, and the whole shebang? Just you know, dress for what they want. That's there's where I'm going. <laughs> what? How? How are individuals? What are they gonna be doing to to be able to reach out to these people and maybe get on these Zoom, radars? 
Yeah, maybe there's Zoom meetings because you know how you can you can change the background of where you are, whether you're like in the in the Bahamas, chilling behind some palm trees or whatever, or it could be in the Swiss Alps. I wonder if they're gonna have like some unique backgrounds that you could put in there during your Zoom meetings to try to con these people into sponsoring you. I did you really use the word con? <laughs> you like that? You picked up on that? Oh, you're such a bondo filler. Listen to this guy. I'm hey, that saying. bondo feelings that bondo feelings giving me a lot, so as my lights just turn off in my garage. I, I'm I am concerned about the the tactics that individuals are going to be using to to reach out and communicate with directors of marketing and vice presidents and so forth at at motorsports companies and even in the consumer product world. If, if there are people out there that are willing to jump out there on that ledge and get into the consumer segment, um, I'm concerned. I really am. I'm Personal question, do you, do you think Zoom's okay? If you can get a director of marketing on, on a Zoom call, do you think that's legitimate enough to uh, do what you had to do at, at SEMA? Absolutely. I think it's better because it's more of a one-on-one deal. Absolutely. Less distractions. Get, and it's not going to be like a repetition, like you're not going to have. See, that's what people don't realize at SEMA and all these things. Like, you know, I was marketing guy at SEMA. <laughs> I was the guy that literally there was lines of people waiting to talk to me. And it's like they hand you their marketing deck or whatever. And it's like, yeah, this is going to go not on my desk when I get back because it's probably not going to make it to my desk. So, um, you know, if you can get a more personable experience, yeah, I, I think it's a great move. So everybody, if you don't know what Zoom is, Zoom is a meeting platform that you can use kind of like Skype uh, in order for uh, a lot of conference calls and things like that to uh, get dialed in. So you should probably download that if you don't have an account or whatever. You can do free. You can pay for more features, etc. You should probably look into it. Yeah, I, I would be looking for those, those types of engagements uh, from the Zoom aspect. And that's actually exactly where I was trying to lead. Uh, and you just jumped right off into it. I think you have to make these contacts and you have to get some FaceTime to talk about what you've been doing, what you plan on to do, and what you would like to do moving forward. Uh, and, and be able to have that interaction with, you know, whether it's directors of marketing and their sales teams and be part of it. Um, that's just totally what they need. You, you've got to get some FaceTime because right now, a lot of directors of marketing are not going to events. You're not seeing them at events. Uh, most companies are limiting travel of their executives because they do not need to lose their leadership internally. So it, it's a tough call. And I hope that people are out there, you know, you're, you're pushing. You're trying to get them to have a meeting with you so you can have some interaction. So that being said on the Zoom side, let's, let's dive down here. Let's talk about having a professional setting when you have your <laughs> Zoom meeting. So you mean I can't wear my jammies? And I can't have like a bookshelf behind me that looks like there's like so much shit in the bookshelf that it's falling over and spilling all over the place. And then maybe like a couple beer cans in the background from the last Cheetos. night's party. Some Cheetos. Um, you know, things of that nature is probably not a good idea. 
So yes, for those of you that uh, I was, I mentioned the palm trees and things like that. If that is your background, and if that is the only thing that you can come up with, please either blur your background or do one of these ones where it looks like it, you're in the Swiss Alps or something, and it's like a green screen situation. But my personal opinion would maybe be a white wall exhibit. I mean, most people can't see that, but I have a white wall behind me set up in my garage for such situations. Uh, some nice lighting that's still being worked on in my situation because I just moved. But, um, yes, a white wall or maybe even – I don't know if I'd even go banner. You don't want to go too distracted behind you because then people are going to be like going like, what? what the fuck is that? You know, like, why they're trying to be like, so, like, when you're going for the punchline, they're, like, sitting there going, like, is that a so-and-so or such-and-such on the on the wall? And you're, like, over there going, no, I'm not talking about you. Don, you got a good setup. I mean, it's just your, your race car in the background, but it's plain walls. Like, you don't have a bunch of, like, profanity words and, you know, things that are not good on the, on the walls and, and whatnot. I mean, it just looks like you're in your race shop. I mean, that's perfect. You don't have a bunch of other logos. Um, you got a couple, but that's fine. But they're they're discreet. Um, yeah, no, I think I think it's a good setup. But you I wouldn't go that? like Joe Schmo family racing team with it looks like somebody puked all over the banner because there's so much shit on it that you can't read it. That's probably not a good idea. So you mean the Miss Playboy 2020 swimsuit calendar hanging over my background is probably not cool. I mean, unless you were the one that. That <laughs> was was that person probably not the best idea and don i'm willing to bet that you were not miss playboy 2020 so out i was not i was mr february in the ngk calendar for 2020 i'm going for march this year for 2021 because that's my birthday month i was january uh last year i was october for you know the monster carlo for halloween year prior i am totally moving up i'm i'm politic and hard i want i want the month of march i want the month of march i like it but no but no absolutely you got to have a professional background just just clean if it's not a professional setting then like like cam said just you know blur it out but make sure that there's nothing there to distract uh from the people that you're talking to uh, and and to so that you've got their undivided attention you may also want to go out Watch a YouTube video about camera placement and using an external camera over top of the laptop screen camera or your desktop computer where it may make you look like you have more chins than a Chinese telephone book. Uh, people will be looking up your nose. Uh, you, you just don't want, you just do not want that. Uh, so do yourself a favor, do a little research, uh, do some practice calls with a, a friend or a peer? Yes. Yes. I can't tell you how much that gets right at home. You know, you get you get a lot of these people, oh, yeah, I'll call, I'll co- call Joe, Bob, whoever, at Steve at the local hot rod shop or whatever, and then they talk a big game, and it's like you pick up the phone, and you finally get the guy on the phone or on a Zoom call, and you're like, uh. Eh. How many, uh, 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 yeah. uh, yeah, if you say more than like two ums in like the first sentence, you're not getting the deal. So it's practice. great. 
great to practice. Get, I mean, even if it's you sit in your garage and your wife or girlfriend or brother, sister, whoever sits in the house, literally do a Zoom call, like do a, a mock-up deal and do your pitch, do whatever. Um, so that way, anytime, repetition is good when it comes to that stuff because, I mean, yes, they're going to throw questions that, that are different um, depending on what you're doing. But, I mean, if you're prepared for that stuff, it, it goes a long way and it makes it look like you take this stuff seriously. But if you if you treat your racing like it's just it's just a hobby and it's just a go outlet for you to go hang out and party with your friends, totally cool. That's nothing wrong with that. But if you're looking to get corporate sponsorship, that's probably not uh, what they are looking for. So, um, yeah, I mean, make that decision. Decide before you even get there. Are you gonna Are you gonna take twenty one and say, Hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna turn this into a business. This isn't This isn't my hobby. This is my business. I don't care if I'm not making money at it yet, but this is my business. This is what I do, and and see what kind of a difference it, it makes and shows. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. You've got to put in the work. Got to put in the practice. Yes, we're talking about practice. We all practice hitting the practice tree. You practice in the simulator. You're, you're, you're practicing on the engine dynos. Whatever the case is, hot Don laps. Practices, Don practices manscaping. You know, it's all, you got to do what you got to do. You know? You got you to gotta jump off. Manscape, nice segue. Here we go. Do not get caught. I mean, we're, we're talking about practice, right? So we're all coming out of this fresh. You wouldn't go to the first day of school or a job interview without a haircut, right? So why in the world would you be looking at those relationships, moments, and not being ready to go and being manscaped up with a 3.0? Yep, absolutely. You know, don't don't go on a – you got to remember that these Zoom calls, Skype calls, whatever you're going to use, it's not just a telephone. So appearance is very important. If it looks like you just rolled out of bed and you didn't, you didn't get a haircut, you didn't trim up, you know, you didn't use a lawnmower 3.0 on your on your neck beard and all that stuff. Probably not a good look for you. You're Absolutely. probably not going to be Mr. February in 21. Absolutely not. Yep, you've got to get it in there. Manscaped moment of the week. Guess what? Guess who it's going to this week? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Well, I was expecting you to say Kyle Larson. <laughs> okay, Kyle Larson. Nah. Although... Dude's on fire still. Nonetheless, nope, I'm going to throw it down. I'm throwing it to Kevin Harvick this week. Doubled up. Just on fire at Michigan last week. That was pretty outstanding. But I also got a 1A, 1B uh, for my Manscaped moment of the week. It was really tough for me, and I can't let this fall to the wayside. How about Troy Coughlin Jr.? Troy Coughlin Jr., at Indy NHRA Pro Stock goes all the way through the field to the finals to meet up with, yes, Uncle Jeggy in the finals. And it was an all Coughlin showdown. Troy came up a little short, but that was a manscape moment. No pressure. TJ, he handles it just like a Coughlin. I think they got ice water that runs through their veins. But Kevin Harvick, double up Michigan for Stuart Haas Racing. High five to Ryan Berry and his team. Uh, but, yeah, Troy Coughlin Jr., you get my 1B Manscaped moment of the week because I thought that was just badass, dude. Heck, yeah. I thought 
that was pretty awesome. I, what I thought was even cooler, um, obviously, we're all good friends with Erica, and Troy is now teammates with Erica, and they had to race each other. And unfortunately, Erica went red next to TJ, but TJ goes in there and goes was 004 on her. So she was, I think she was what, was she 4 red or 11 red or so. something? Not, yeah, and he was 004, so come get you some. That's what he was telling Erica, so that was pretty badass. So, so I wonder Absolutely. if there was a side bet going on there. Oh, I, I, I mean, wouldn't you have to have something? I mean, I would hope so. Yeah, you're waxing my car or something at the next race <laughs> or something or whatever. But nonetheless, hey, folks, manscaped.com, get on it. 3.0, the perfect package. Got the lawnmower. Get the travel bag. Get some shorts, some ball reviver. But get it done. Use the code RIRC at checkout. Save yourself 20% off. Get free shipping. Australia, Canada, we're taking care of all of our listeners across the podcast. Go check them out, manscaped.com. All right, so we've talked about how we're going to handle this. No SEMA show. We're talking about how we want to communicate. I guess the next stop that's just going to be logical in, in this process is... What if you're sitting back and you've got your partnerships already and we've been sitting on the sideline and or you haven't performed to the level that you were hoping to perform in 2020 to move towards the 2021 aspect of your contract? If you're if you're an organization right now or a racer individual racer or a biz, uh, automotive high performance company with a product line. Yeah. I mean, right now it's got to be some, some pretty stressful times because here we are, we're, we are getting ready to run up into fourth quarter. This is the time where we're all planning. We're, you know, working on contracts, working on relationships. Yeah. And you can't even say, Hey, I'll display my car in your booth at SEMA. You can't. No, nope. you can't. And there's certain parts of the country you can't even race. Uh, California. So, I you know you you gave some some props there to to John Force Racing there at the top about making the decision on the deliverable side just to park and say hey look we're gonna we're gonna reorganize and we're gonna come back in twenty twenty one. Well, yeah, because it. it- it kills your it kills your value if you're going out there just trying to scrap through. I mean, there's two ways to look at it. You look at it John Forrest way, or you look at it at the people that are out there scrapping to try to race. You know what's better? I don't know. But if you if you are set in your ways of doing something, of doing business so a certain way, and you can't you can't facilitate that. I mean, I got to tip my hat to the guy because that's a huge decision like that. That probably weighed pretty heavy on his heart. Uh, I'm thinking like I would have needed a cholesterol pill, a few blood pressure <laughs> pills. Uh, me and Fred Sanford probably would have had a couple different conversations about Bertha. This is the big one. I'm coming to see you. Um, <laughs> that was really tough. But at the same time, I get it. I totally understand. Couldn't agree more. 100%. With you. Yeah, that you've got to make a rough decision. Um, so you be the business. I'm the racer. I got a contract with you. We can't pull this off. 
Just can't get it done. Do you respect me more to come to you and say, hey, I want to roll this over into the next year? Or do you go, well, you weren't able to get it done, but so-and-so was able to get it done, and this person was able to get it done, and you just cut them off completely? Well, it depends. If if it's a person that's out there saying, oh, I could get it, I could get it done, and I did it, I got it done, I went and traveled and did all this and spent extra money to go and do it, and they're looking for the same thing for next year and they did a good job, then yeah, maybe. But if I'm the guy that is honest, and I think honesty is a great policy. If you say, look, I've gotten payment, I haven't raced, whatever, I have this stuff sitting aside, can I roll it over next year? I think nine times out of ten, you're probably going to get a company that's that's cool with that because you're honest and you can't give them what you, what you told them you were going to do. So they're going to give you a second chance. Now, there might be some backlash because there could be things internally with the company that you have no control over. But if that's the case and say that you weren't able to acquire any other marketing partners, maybe it would be a good idea in good faith and say, hey, look, like I told you, I didn't spend all this money. Obviously, I can't give it back to you. How about I use this money even though you're not going to give me any more? I'm going to do this out of good faith as a thank you for, for sticking by me. And then maybe in 2022, it might come back around for you. If you can financially do that, I think that's a good thing. What, who did we have on the other day that said, do a few things for free if you can? Ah, Jamie, Ma- Jamie yep. Meyer. Got yep. it. Dr. Jamie Meyer, president of PRI, made that comment in our interview. If you haven't, if you did, if you missed that interview where we did talk about PRI and motorsports marketing, uh, go back in the archives, give it a listen. Uh, those that don't know, Dr. Jamie Meyer was one of the head head execs at Chevrolet Performance and was very involved in the LSX and Copo programs, uh, as well as. Other high performance categories at GM, so give that give that a episode a listen. Um, Cam, it's it's a tough it's a tough deal right now. There's a lot of guys out there that I know, um, which let let's say it from this standpoint, right? So yesterday I was looking at, and this is going to sound very funny to most, but NHRA points. Looking at points, right? I mean, we're getting ready to come up on Indy. Typically, by the time we get around to Indy, you know, we're points battles, championships. They're starting to starting to kind of come into focus. Hey, if I was a betting I, man, I'd I'd want to be I'd want to be the guy in in first place. Come to U.S. Nationals. Just well, saying. I'll tell you that right now I'm currently sitting fourth in the division and twentieth in the world. And like 30 points between 20th and 10th. Damn. Right. That's a, okay. a first-rounder. Thank you. And so when you're sitting there and you're looking at the numbers this year at this same point, that I'm looking back at the numbers from last year at this same point of time, and it's just unbelievable how few people are actually out there racing. It's funny you say that because I was actually having this conversation with my buddy Nick the other night. He was like, yeah, man, like points are all screwed up. He was looking at the same thing. And like, there's a, there's like one person that's got 
17 races or I'm, I'm exaggerating obviously right. people but and then the, in third place you got a guy that's got two races or one race and it's like well that's going to be interesting at the end of the year right <laughs> and when the points some races and the points are so far off uh, because of the number of people is that a cameo yes that was a cameo from the lovely wife shit yeah she just wa- she just walked right by she tried to act like she wasn't even in the room, a room in the shop. She just comes cruising right on by. She didn't even stop the wave, did she? I know. What the heck? I she's, caught her, though. She, she, you caught her? She's making noise in the background. And she bought me these nice noise-canceling headphones, so I can't hear her. So it's oh, kinda, I see her now. Uh-oh. Here she comes. What's she doing? Yeah. There she's waving at you. All right. The cameo appearance. For my lovely wife. And she's in the background talking. And again, I cannot hear what she's saying. <laughs> I just hear noise. Uh, but no, the, it's it's very challenging to see the different parts of the country where guys that would typically be in the hunt. I mean, you know, a tiger on a steak after it hungry. And they're just down. They're struggling. They can't race. They can't afford to travel as far as they need to to go race somewhere. It's um. Well, I think that's an issue too. Like I was talking about earlier in the show. Like, sure, there's there's races happening, but for I mean, at least for us people on the West Coast, it's a like for us to go race a divisional. Like, dude, you got to travel back east. That's a lot of time off work. So okay, say okay. Let's just say I was laid off and I had the time. You ain't got the time. You got the money. We got the money. You ain't got the time. So with that being said, that makes it really hard to race like that. Oh, it, it what, totally What does. do you do? What do you do? Huh. What, did you want to say something? No, you you asleep? Right. Well, now everybody heard you, so... <laughs> everybody, everybody! That was my lovely wife making her voice cameo appearance on the Racers and Rental Cars podcast. Bye, honey. <laughs> no, absolutely, and it's it's a it's a challenge. And and if you do not think right, like okay, so here would be the one thing: being a world champ and twenty twenty. Would you want to be? I don't know. God, is that not hard though? We are all out here. You're grinding away. You just everybody wants to win. They want to be a world champ, and then they put an asterisk beside your name. Yeah, uh, right. I mean, do you want to be that guy? Are you the COVID world champ of 2020? <laughs> the COVID Cup champion. <laughs> COVID Cup champion. Yeah. You get a COVID, COVID, COVID classic. Right, yeah. So you don't get a you don't get a gold card. You get a COVID card. <laughs> you get a free COVID test. Every so during the co during the COVID season, uh, so if you're the champ or you're in the top ten, you get your silver card and so forth. So the way that's going to work is that since we only had half a season, you only get half credit. <laughs> so you roll up to the gate where you typically get a hundred you typically save three hundred bucks when you roll through the gate for car and driver entry. Uh you only save one fifty. Yeah. Yeah. What what where was I gonna say? I was gonna say something. I, I had I had a one liner and I just lost it. Sorry. You, you lost it. 
kind of like yeah. your racing season. Oh! Yep, pretty much. No, my buddy Phil Lamatina is calling me from Australia right now. I'll try to check on Richie. And uh, yeah, let's call him back. But it, I lost my train of thought. I have to call Phil back, tell him you're ready to come to Australia and race because you can't get it done up here. We yeah, got I no talk, racing up here. I know. I talked to him the other day, and they're not. They're not. They're kind of in the same situation down there too. They can't even cross state state lines. Well, let's talk about somebody that does cross state lines. For over 50 years, K&N has been the industry leader in filtration technology, offering products to increase vehicle performance, protection, and longevity for automotive enthusiasts worldwide. That would be Australia, too. Whether you're searching for an air filter to help protect your engine and increase performance, a cabin air filter to keep the COVID out of your interior of your vehicle clean and fresh. No, K&N did not say that. I put that in there. <laughs> I, I, can't you keep, can you not keep the COVID out of the cabin air filter? Just saying. Or an air intake system to provide extra horsepower and torque that you can feel. K&N has five decades of engineering expertise that you can trust. Visit knnfilters.com to search for high-performance products for your vehicle and use the discount code RIRC to get a free oil filter with any air filter purchase. Go check out knnfilters.com. If you got a toter home, a pusher, uh, a dually, Duramax, Ford Power Stroke, Dodge Cummins, whatever the case is, grab yourself a K&N air filter kit for it. And then also you will enjoy a free oil filter. And some of those oil filters are pretty damn nice when you're sitting out there trying to change oil, save a little money, keep a little performance going. If you've got an RV, Make sure you step over to knnfilters.com, R-I-R-C, and check out. Yeah, please do that. I, I can't even compete with that. Don shot the K&N one on lock. I, I, yeah, I can't even compete. On lock? I don't know. I don't know yeah. if I got on lock. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'll I, half lock, I guess. I got it in a choke cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, all right. So we want. I want to wrap up as we get ready to get out of here. There was something that I that I skipped over as we went into our manscape moment. You know, the one thing about Zoom calls, right? And, and we're going to have to go through this email process of communicating with directors of marketing and, and individual executives as we're trying to reach out and, and further our relationships to have these partnerships in 2021. I want to challenge everybody to go out and get the program it's an app install for google docs you can use it for microsoft word it'll work on a mac whatever the case may be and it's called grammarly please go use grammarly it's free it will make you sound and look much better than what you may actually be yes that's we stress that one a lot but it's it's something that will definitely help you please do it absolutely make sure he'll thank us later yes and you can use it on your phone believe it or not you can have it activate so that when you're sending emails or text messages it will come up in your phone especially when you're trying to you know you might have one of those executives or sales teams members that are that are very uh technology savvy and they want to use a text message to communicate with you you're going to want to make sure that you're looking at that and you, you've got your verbiage right, your grammar right, your punctuation right, all of that. You want to make sure it plays out. So use Grammarly. It's free. Please, I beg you, go grab it. Use it. 
yes, do it like like now. Like probably, I mean, when you're done, this is kind of the end of the show. So just just shut us off right now. Just unplug the no, mic. No, don't unplug the <laughs> Wait mic. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, before we do get out of here, though, got a few things that we want to talk about. Some housekeeping, if you will. We've got a lot going on in the world of motorsports that we're working forward to. And we want to make sure you guys are still out there. Please stop by the website, racersandrentalcars.com. Please go on Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you're creating and listening to our beautiful voices with whether it's your phone or at work on your Mac. Please leave us a review, a rating. If there's something that you specifically want to hear about, do not hesitate. Drop us a hate mail at Racers and Rental Cars. Message on Facebook, Instagram. We have them all covered. If it sounds like something that we can just turn into a huge episode, we will. And even if not, we'll be more than glad to answer your question for you. Please yeah, stop if you by. Got, if, you, if you've got some sort of sponsor question or you're you're – stuck up against the wall like we're happy to we're happy to see if we can help we want everybody to to succeed out there we may not know everything but we'll help oh absolutely i I mean we'll do the best we possibly can to uh, facilitate anything it i challenge you tell your friends go back listen to the social media apps or episodes that we've had in the past weeks there's a bunch of apps that we're our experts that we had on, Courtney and Ashley and Dion, uh, listen to those guys, use their apps. Those of you that are out there racing, you may want to use them just to get some different pictures for your decks and your PR guides and so forth that you're going to put together to try to communicate with these directors as you chase 2021. Yeah, because you might need something a little better than three-quarter burnout shot. Re- why? What? That three-quarter burnout shot doesn't work? I mean, if you have 17 of them in your deck, probably not. Same. Do, I, do, we need to, do you need to have a headshot? A headshot? Why would somebody want to know what their potential brand ambassador looks like? Would that be an opportunity to make sure that you're using all the Manscaped products? See, si, senor. Yes. Please go get a haircut. Clean yourself up. Take a headshot. Put yourself a polo on. Take a photo. Yes. From the, from the chest up. Start there. Start there. And it's okay to smile. Yeah. You don't have to be a badass like when you're 16. It's, I'm not smiling, so that way when the cops pull me over, I'm not, I don't look like a wussy. You don't need to go there. Is that what you guys think out there on the West Coast? <laughs> that's what my buddy Tyler used to always say like like when he was in high school I didn't smile on my high school or my driver's license picture because I didn't want the cops to think that I was a wuss like really like you plan on getting pulled over that often cool I remember that statement about there being lead paint in the houses out there where you live <laughs> I think Tyler probably chewed some up that's yeah, possible we it's did a lot possible. of dumb stuff when we were kids all right. Well, Cam, I'm going to do take one moment for a personal shout-out, and that's to everyone who bought T-shirts supporting Die. I greatly appreciate it the past few weeks. Thank you very much. We greatly appreciate it. We still have more that are coming in. So if you missed out on the first run, do not worry. We still have some. And 
And you can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram or even at hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com. And we will get them shipped out to you. Again, personally, thank you very much. It means a lot to me and to her. Yes. No, and I think we missed our first run. Angie was actually telling me about that the other night. She's like, I didn't get Don's shirt. What the heck? <laughs> I was like, well, did you hit him up? She said, yes. So anyway, I'm sure you guys will be working that out. But um, And then also, I guess we can finish um, off with a little, uh, we want to send our heartfelt uh, prayers, good juju, good vibes, whatever you believe in to our NHRA family out there. Um, Dom Lagana, Richie Crampton, and Jake Sanders. They were involved in a off-track racing. Well, they weren't even racing. An off-track car accident uh, on the highway, and uh, they all could use a little uh, little pick-me-up right now. So uh, we're praying for them, and uh, racers are in all cars, and along with Don and myself, we are all rooting for you guys. Um, all three of you are super good dudes, and uh, we appreciate what you do for the sport. And, uh, yeah, I mean, our heart goes out to you and your families, and you guys are tough old birds, so... Let's get you back to the racetrack as soon as we can. Yeah, that's um, well said. Couldn't I, just it kills inside anytime in our racing community, uh, whether it's a, a tragic accident. Uh, it doesn't matter what adjective you use to describe it. When an accident happens and it impacts somebody or people that we know in the sport that live out here on the road and try to make their careers doing what it is that we're doing, and uh, you hate to hear that for them and their families uh, and their and their teammates uh, as well because they definitely have brothers and sisters out here on the road. So, uh, yes, prayers to the medical team and their families and them to be strong, persevere, and, and come out as well as they, they possibly can during this time. Absolutely. And with that, Don, I'm out of here. I got to go supervise these construction workers because they're doing 110% better than I would be doing. So, I got to go take some notes, so I'm out of here. Well, you you go do that, and I'll close out the show. Thanks for listening, tuning in, folks. We got to give huge shout-outs to LB Trailer Sales. Give Lance and his team down there parts call trailers. He is driving sales this month. If you're listening to this podcast in the month of August and you're thinking about buying a trailer, getting ready for the 2021 season you need to give lance and his team a call make sure you mention the podcast and they are going to look out for you lance and his team down there whether it's parts or trailers lbtrailers.com or check them out on facebook want to give a huge shout out to cbd md and motion raceworks for being involved in our program as well as manscape and k and filters folks voice america streetway marketing media performance data systems everybody and anybody that makes this happen so that cam and i can have a platform to spew our experience opinions rants or any other type of bad joke that we may tell we definitely appreciate it please check us out racers and share it with five of your friends help us out a little bit don't forget to leave a review and rate us and when in doubt Hate mail at racersandrentalcars.com. We might even respond to you. See ya. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Racers and Rental Cars podcast. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Motion Raceworks, Performance Data Systems, Streetway Marketing and Media, and Stupid Fast Racing, and racersandrentalcars.com.